0: Mary Kahania with Babita Patnaik only on Audio Pitara. Hi, this is Babita. Um, I'm from West Plains, Missouri, and I am visiting a brewery, a local brewery um, called OBC, and with me is the owner. And and I would like him to introduce himself.
1: Hello, my name's Richard Hudson. I'm the owner of OBC, or Ostermeyer Brewing Company.
0: So we're gonna just have a little conversation with Richard. Um, we've been visiting here every week. Try to come here at least um, twice a month, if not more. And uh, we have enjoyed the food here, the ambiance, um, the friendliness of the people around here and um, we would like to promote the local um, businesses. So that's one of the reasons we are always uh, trying to visit this place. And actually we love the food and my husband loves the beer here. So we're gonna ask Richard um, he, a little story about how this place came about.
1: Well, um, it was about April of last year. I'd been told by somebody that this place was, was here and. I enjoy breweries, so I decided to come in here and I started coming in here every Thursday night with a friend of mine. Um, We would sit at one table, we'd have drinks, a couple pizzas with our wives and just really liked the place. So we came and made it our Thursday night, kind of like date night. Mm. And then flash forward to about August, um, the current or the previous owners told me that they were going to be closing the doors. They had decided that it was time for them to retire and they'd built businesses and sold businesses and they wanted to be able to retire while they could enjoy it. And since they couldn't find anyone that really was not going to change it, they were just going to close. And I noticed that a lot of people here were like really asking for this place to stay open and I wanted it to stay open. So I came in and started brewing with the uh, previous owner who brewed all the beers and uh, working with his wife to learn the kitchen as well. And December 31st, we kept the place open. I took it over to keep it open for the local haunts because people around here, there's not a lot of choices. So it's kind of a nice community environment, family environment for people in the area.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I have to agree to what Richard says. Uh, in small towns, we have uh, a hard time finding places where you can just go and hang out and just chill and uh, just have people to talk to and just have a general conversation. and. Uh, the ambience here is just like that. You can just step up to any person out here and just say hi and just start a conversation, which in um, this day and uh, world, everybody is um, busy in their own cell phones and nobody has time to even make eye contact and talk. So that is one of the reasons that, again, attracted us to come here and just chill out and. Um, be a part of the community. So Richard, tell us about the brewery and you know the process. Uh, it fascinates me. I've been to a couple of breweries before just to see the process. Um, uh, just explain to us how long it takes and the flavors that you add and how does it make it your own style?
1: Sure. So the brewery process, depending The beers, for the most part, the process is basically the same. You, in effect, are making a grain soup. And once you make that soup, you pull all the grain out and you strain the liquid through it, you end up with your wort. Then you're going to add your yeast, which is going to ferment, turn into beer, and then you're going to keg the beer and allow it to age. It'll mellow, and the flavors will meld that way. To get the flavors you want out of it, it really comes from. Two things: the color and the flavor comes from the type of grain you use and the type of hops you use. And the grains, there's an indefinite amount of grains you can have. And I think right now I probably have forty or fifty different versions of hops in my cooler. So some of them will give you a citrus flavor. Some of them will give you a sharp bite. It just depends on what your end goal is. What you're going to put in and when. Um, some of your beers that are more like your IPAs, you're going to put hops throughout the entire boiling process, several different points, and then you're gonna finish at the end with more. Whereas some of your lighter beers, the very beginning of the boil, like a Hefeweizen, you're gonna put in a specific hops, and that's it. You're gonna put it one time. So, the average, you know, uh, light beer is gonna take about four to five hours to actually make, and then it ferments for two weeks, and then it kegs, and that kegging process generally is at least 30 days. It sits in a keg in a climate-controlled room, mellows, ages, um, starts to slow down all the process and generate its own CO2, and it's, it, that allows it to give you those flavors that you get without having a sharp bite and being bitter. Some of your darker beers, uh, I have one beer, for instance, it's aged for seven months. Wow. So it just depends on what the beer is, how long it's gonna age
0: okay um so you are open on thursdays fridays saturday and sunday i believe no just just thursday
1: friday saturday okay
0: yeah and it's it's a family owned business so let's talk about that how do you guys manage Uh, i know there's always a rush when i come here that it's always packed uh, usually on the weekend so um you definitely might be enjoying this work to be able to do all that uh, as a family business
1: I do enjoy it, um, and most of the employees that are here came with the business, and they are a family. So it's everyone kind of tries to work together and pick up everyone's you know slack when people are having good days, bad days, what have you. Um, myself and my wife also have real estate licenses and uh, a cattle ranch, so we're fairly busy. Um, thankfully, though, this place I have a lot of good friends and a lot of good help. Um, I have two good friends that come in and help me brew on my brew days, uh, so I can focus on just the brewing aspect. They take care of the cleaning, the sanitizing and stuff like that, so I don't have to mess with that. I can just focus on making the beer right. Um, we have friends that come in here and help in the back as well, and uh, you know, clean, do dishes and prep. And then we have good employees that are here and, you know, they 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 give the extra when it comes to doing the job. So they, they're ones that make it work. If I had to do this myself,
0: it would be very difficult it would be very difficult
1: it would be very over probably
0: yeah and you guys all seem to be in a very good mood all the time no no frowns no we try yeah you do an amazing job
1: you know one of the things that i learned a long time ago is even if you're in a bad mood Mm -hmm. someone else is in a worse mood
0: that's correct that's correct yeah
1: and people come to a place like this so they can sit down and enjoy it and not feel that so the last thing you want to do is come out here in a bad mood and, and you have a friend like, so even if it's you know this may it's a mask <laughs> it may be a mask sometimes because i'm human. but i learned how to yeah. i learned how to um stow away what i'm going on to focus on what's happening in front of me so i can deal with it and move on i i had to do that for right. 25 years I, I had to turn off I couldn't be emotionally invested in it. I had to look like I was in a good mood because I knew you were in a bad mood if I was there, you know, being a cop. Yeah,
0: let's talk about that. You're from California and you come to Missouri, so.
1: I did. I I lived in California for the better part of 25, 30 years, of which most of that 25 years I was a cop. Uh, I was a cop in Oakland, California, and then I was a cop in Kern County, which is up near Los Angeles, Bakersfield area. You know, this is, I, I was retired when I came here. This was not in my plan. It was, but honestly, I did it because I wanted to keep the place open. It's not to make money because I can do a lot of other things to make more money. <laughs>
0: yeah, so uh, let me clarify that. Even though Richard says he's retired, he's very young. Um, yeah. So,
1: um, yeah. I mean, I'm 48 in September.
0: Okay, so that's that's not. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's an early tar- retirement yeah. for being a cop. But
1: I started at 19 and a half, 20 years old. So, and I got injured, and after 25 years, it was an alternative of medically retire or go sit at a desk and be a clerk for a third of the pay. Um, yes. You know, and I, I always believed I started as a cop. I would finish as a cop. That was the career choice I made. It wasn't to be a clerk. Mm-hmm. So that was the path I took. Good. Good.
0: And you uh, you have animals. Uh, that's how we started the conversation. It was about you have horses, we horses, have farms,
1: goats, chickens, nine dogs, a bunch of cats and black angus cattle. And
0: black we do angus have Pen- we Pen- do have
1: we do have horses. When I was living in California, me and my wife ran a horse boarding and training facility. So that was our business. Besides being a cop, we had that business. So I would board people's horses, um, help them with their horses. We'd teach little kids how to ride, and even adults. Uh, my wife loved the horseman show stuff, where she would do the Western dressage, and she carried the American flag in the in Rose Parade in California for the sheriff's office. So. of our horses so that was that's kind of a thing i always enjoyed doing but i haven't been able to do it in a long time unfortunately
0: (laughs) but that's nice i think having a a small place here having a nice environment um i also have to tell you that uh, this place has always been clean i always look at the floors and i see you picking up the dirt if you find any (laughs) (laughs) so
1: it's, it's I, I think people. Place. I think people go around and throw popcorn around just to see how long it takes <laughs> me to pick it up, because that's like one of my little things. I'll be talking to somebody, and I'll catch some popcorn or something on the ground. I got to get the broom and sweep it up. It just drives me nuts. Yeah, we. I clean. I clean every day, but before we open, I I mop and sweep all the floors, clean the bathrooms. I do all that every day, and then I have staff that comes in on Wednesdays, my wife included as well, and we do a kind of an overall clean Wednesday to get ready for the week, and then I clean every day to keep it clean
0: goings and so, and i can tell you know i can just say that you guys really take care of the cleaning aspect to yeah. to keep it hygienic and and safe we know? try
1: yeah that's really the, the key is the safe because i don't safe. yeah you know when people come to a place the last thing you want to do is go oh, it's so dirty yeah. you know you don't want to eat there you know
0: um any last thing to say I mean, no. it's it's been an impromptu interview, and I like to promote the local businesses. So that this is one of my uh, little contributions to the town of West Plains. <laughs>
1: well, we we appreciate it. We appreciate you guys' business and everyone's business. You know, the, yeah. the people that come in here kind of reminds me of the old TV show Cheers. Uh-huh. When they walk in the door, most of the time somebody knows that person, and they end up at a table, or you know, it's it's right. just a really friendly environment. So and I've always enjoyed it. So that's why I did it, I took it over, to keep and, it going.
0: And one more last um, comment, or I would like your comment on that is, you've been used to the Indian food with your friend who happens to be Indian, and you have yeah. had an experience. So we'll we'll end our conversation with that funny note of what yes. you had ex- <laughs> told so, us.
1: When I was in high school, I had a, fr- a friend named Rakesh. and um, Rakesh. Rakesh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I had never, never really had any Indian food because I was in high school and I grew up on Southern food. That's, you know, I, I'd eaten a lot of different things, but I just never had Indian food. And, uh, I went to their house. He invited me over for dinner for chili. And I, I'm thinking, you know, like chili, I'm used to just beans, meat, sauce. And so I'm like, well, that doesn't seem very Indian. I mean, I, you know what I'd seen, cause I looked, I like to watch cooking shows. So I'm like, it does not sound like Indian food to me, but Okay, so I went over there and they gave me this bowl of stuff. It kind of looked like a reddish version of chili, and the first bite I took, I couldn't speak. It was so hot. <laughs> I mean, it was so hot. But,
0: so, so and, chili in India is is the peppers that. that yeah. yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, and and it was there was no meat in it at all. It was uh-huh. like a chili vegetable, almost like a almost like a a paste uh-huh. consistency. I just took a spoonful and ate it, and it was like wow we we
0: call it chutney or yeah it was like a sauce
1: it was so hot but i treated it i was eating it like it was a bowl you know like a bowl (laughs) of chili and he was like you sure i'm all yeah i love chili (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: no. Wow! It's hot. At least
0: you remember Rakesh and yes. the chili. <laughs> yes, I will
1: always remember that. R- Rakesh was a, is a really good guy. I haven't talked to him since high school because they he went off to the military, I believe, and we lost con- contact. I haven't talked to him in years, but that kind of happens with high school kids. You know, they kind of- Yeah,
0: they just move a different direction. I've had
1: a few friends that hung around. Um, the The guy that I told you that me and him and his wife and my wife would come in here and eat, his name's John. He helps me brew mm-hmm. on my brew days. Um, we met when I was testing for the sheriff's office for my physical agility test. He was there the same day. So he worked in Fresno for a police department and I worked in Oakland for a police department. And we both lateraled into the sheriff's office the same day. So we were sworn in together. There were six of us sworn in together. He was sworn in with me. Ended up being the best man at my wedding to Megan. And then he retired a couple years before me and moved to Hot Springs Village, Arkansas, with his family because his parents were there and a big golfing retirement community. We, we moved here. I called him. I was like, hey, I'm, I'm bringing my last load up. You want to come stay with us for the weekend, help us unload the truck? Because I don't, it's just me and Megan for this this trip. So he said, oh, yeah, we'll come down. So he came down and stayed with us for the weekend, unloaded. We spent about a week here just kind of running around. And then it every it seemed like every weekend or every two weeks he was up here, staying at our house for a week. For, I was like, you guys are here more than your home. Why don't you just move here? So they actually moved into our house for about six months until we found him a place here they rented a place and then about a year ago they bought a place here and they now live here permanently.
0: Oh nice.
1: So he's here, he was here earlier, his wife's in the back actually making pizzas right now.
0: Oh, cool. <laughs> His wife works here
1: too. So, That's what
0: good friends yeah.
1: are for. Yeah so yeah it's like I said this place is like a family so just like a real family you always have your ups and downs but you know you're always there for anybody and in the community is the same way a lot of these people come in here they you know they before you know it Dean told me one thing when I when I took this place where he says, the restaurant itself is just a restaurant. But you what you will find is the people here will become a part of you because exactly. they will talk to you. They will tell you what's going on in their lives. And before you know it, they'll be part of like this extended family you have. And it's true. I mean I I've, I've been to several of these people's houses and they've called me, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" You yeah, know, let's go fishing. We we'll go fishing. I didn't It's just a completely different type of atmosphere than any place I've ever been around or worked. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think that's that's the best thing out here in the rural Missouri area and um, a lot of people don't know that, but in the US we have these small towns where people live very close to each other and they help each other when we need them and we hang out together and just have a good time. Yeah. And that's what life is all about and thank you so much for your time Not and all the best with your business. Thank you. And um, we will be visiting your farm soon to see the horses as we always talk
1: about. Yes. So And blueberries.
0: And blueberries. We there just we go. Those in June. <laughs> thank you Richard. You're welcome. Uh, bye bye.